2: The Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
3: So last night I was thinking of sitting down and watching television like I usually do and watch baseball on a Monday night. But instead I went to Marlins Park in Miami and covered the first year 2019 Major League Baseball draft. That's the good news. The bad news is, is there was basically no baseball last night. The good news is it's back tonight. And so is my show. This is Fantasy Sports Today, and it starts now.
2: Fantasy Sports Today.
3: If we're going to say that fantasy baseball is not what it used to be or fantasy baseball is not as popular as it used to be, look at where we're at with boxing, man. I'm not saying that this fight by any means over the weekend was supposed to be a great fight, but the way that I found out that this happened was basically me being on social media on Twitter. And maybe that's more of an indictment of me that I just don't get how the future is going to be as it pertains to viewing and watching sports. All right, welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Happy Tuesday, everyone, to you. Our first Tuesday in the month of June, June 4th, 2019. I am Craig Misch, your host of Fantasy Sports Today. Great to be with you here. You can dial up the show at any time, 844-843-6879. Put that number in your phone, but only call it during our business hours, 844-843-6879. That's the call-in number to the show. My producer is always is Chris Bavona. We're going to talk a lot of fantasy sports, as always, as we do here on the show. We'll hit on the draft last night. I had a chance to cover that, as I talked about in the open. We got some great guests as well today, and it should be a lot of fun. We'll talk to Tommy Canely, relief pitcher from the New York Yankees. We've got our three-up, three-down segment coming up in about ten minutes from now where we'll go through some fun things. And by the way, three-up, three-down is always going to have some – guest or some sort of celebrity host that's going to play along with me. Now, we haven't really figured out or at least haven't really confirmed all of the people who are going to participate, but I could tell you that I already have tomorrow's three up, three down confirmed. I already have Thursday's three up, three down confirmed, and then I'll get to Friday and then we'll just let you guys decide If if you want me to bring in new people or have the same people all the time. I'm totally up for that discussion. I want to bring new voices also here on this show, not just the same people who I've had time and time again uh, on my radio shows in the past. I want to bring some new people to the light. By the way, for those of you who are listening to the show, if you believe that you are a fantasy expert, you're playing in leagues where you're beating up on all your friends and you're winning money, let me know on social media, at Craig Mish on Twitter, and and maybe we'll have you on to do a three-up, three-down segment. But that's kind of what we're going to do. And on today's show, we'll get into, I I think, probably a little bit more of meat and potatoes as it pertains to baseball and fantasy baseball. Yesterday was kind of our opening up for the show. I thought it was fun. It was great to be back on the air for the first time uh, doing a full-time show in, 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 I think, almost a month. I think it was the first time in a month. Now, as as I said yesterday, I do the show anyway, whether I'm not on the air or I am and my family unfortunately has to take the brunt of that with me sitting here uh, especially at my laptop on Sunday looking at the various leagues that I'm in picking up players i think that applies to everyone that plays fantasy sports you kind of have to make that part of your of your life of your routine i chose to do that many years ago and i'll continue to do that now but that does take away from some family time so the the good thing is that sometimes on the phone you can use the apps and you know make your transactions but i do spend quite a bit of time doing that okay so to roll in today's show let's kind of go through a little bit as to today and last night Uh, i i feel like we're kind of a midday show here so i want to recap a little bit of last night and also give a little bit of a preview of today which gives you, I think, the best of both worlds in sports and in fantasy sports. So we will kind of roll that way with our first segment of the show. And in general, what I like to do as I open up these programs is run through different topics that I found interesting. And you guys can tell me what you find interesting as well, of course, at Craig Mish on Twitter. Uh, First thing last night, I went to... Marlins Park in Miami, I live, for those of you who don't know, in South Florida, about 30 minutes away from the park. The Marlins had the fourth overall pick in the draft last night. They ended up taking a hitter from Vanderbilt named J.J. Bladey. And for fantasy purposes, we'll get into... Some of the players who were taken and who I think that in dynasty leagues, I don't know how your leagues work, but in general, you can't really do anything about these guys now. It'll probably come at the end of the season. But at least from my perspective and knowing a lot of people in different major league baseball organizations, I'll give you their perspective on which of these players could be fast tracked that we could see. Uh, may you know maybe one of the players in the entire draft we'll see in 2020. Although it's you know could be doubtful, but really 2021, two years later is when you start to see some of these kids come up. Uh, in terms of the broadcast, that's a, a story for a little bit later in the show as well. I, I thought honestly uh, a little long, a little drawn out in between picks. That drama that you get with the NBA draft or the NFL draft definitely does not exist in baseball. (laughs) That is for sure. Uh, Although I will say, for those of you who did follow me, uh, I was able to what we would call scoop, basically uh, tell you who who was going to be picked on one player last night. If you follow me on Twitter, I'll do that. I did that for the NFL draft, too, by the way. I scooped one of the uh, the Dolphins picks before they picked. So it's something that I like to do. Give you information before it hits the public. And I don't even know that the public is even considered Twitter these days, but that's kind of what I do. So uh, you had a chance to do that last night. I'm a, I'm a good follow as it pertains to breaking news and scoops. Okay. Uh, one thing that I did not break last night, and we're hoping that did not break last night, is Andrew McCutcheon, right? Now... McCutcheon is not the MVP that he was in the past, that's for sure. But in this day and age of injuries in fantasy, this was about as bad as it could look on the field. He was in a rundown last night and just basically broke down and had to leave the game. For those of you who follow him on Twitter, on social media, he said last night, pray for him. That's never a good sign. The other part of McCutcheon is that from a fantasy perspective, his numbers don't overwhelm you, but he's an almost impossible guy to replace in an on-base in an on percentage league. I mean, this guy, no matter how many home runs he hits, no matter how many runs he drives in, and it was a chore last year in San Francisco, that's for sure, he, you just can't find a guy with a 38% on-base to just plug in. So today we'll hope for the best. I'm sure in about an hour from now the Phillies will determine – what the story is with him. But this is just one of those situations where if you're playing in a 15-teamer or an NL-only, good luck. I, I don't see someone out there on the waiver wire, and especially in, in some of the leagues where it's just OBP and not batting average, you are not replacing McCutcheon. Uh, so what is the hope at this point when they announce his injury after the MRI? The hope is he's out, honestly, like two to four weeks. <laughs> like I think that that is what you're hoping for. The reality is, is it could be a lot longer if there's any kind of tear. Uh, For the Phillies specifically, we know that 24 hours ago they acquired Jay Bruce. So those of you who invested any uh, what we would call free agent acquisition budget dollars, in some leagues they call that fab, I'm going to talk to you guys here on the show as if you've never heard any of these things before. I realize I have listeners who just follow me for baseball. You may be a Cardinals fan or Braves fan, and now I'm talking fantasy. I don't want to confuse you. But in some of these leagues, what you do is every Sunday, the way it's constructed is you have a certain amount of fake dollars, like Monopoly money, that you can use to acquire a player. You have to make that decision usually on a Sunday, and the Philadelphia Phillies ended up getting Jay Bruce, and maybe you ended up getting him on your fantasy team. Now, that looks a lot better now than it did a day ago. In fact, I saw uh, someone in one of the leagues, I think it was uh, my friend Brian Walton in the NL Towers League, paid like $400 for it. Jay Bruce, that's yeah, that's 40 percent of the of the money that you're given at the beginning of the season. Uh, Now, here is the result of that. Adam Hasley has been called up from the minor leagues to the Phillies, and he is one of the top 100 prospects in baseball. Ironically, he's also an on base percentage guy. So those of you who are in the first come first serve NL only's, you, you pick him up right now and grab him. If you're playing in the mixed league, today is Tuesday, so we have five days to see how this is going to shake out for Philly, but the other part of this equation here is remember at the beginning of the season, from reality and fantasy with the Phillies, who was their outfield? It was Bryce Harper, it was Andrew McCutcheon, and it was Odubel Herrera. Now, Odubel Herrera, I don't think is coming back. And at the very least, they've put him on administrative leave till the 17th. And and if this is anything like the domestic Roberto Osuna situation on the 17th of June, they're going to announce that Odubo Herrera is going to be out for another month, and you're just spinning your wheels. So there is some opportunity with Phillies outfielders, and whether it's Nick Williams or whether it was Roman Quinn or whether it's playing Kingery, I'm just not sure. But there is an opening for playing time, and in that ballpark, I think you definitely have to address it. So bottom line, my advice on Hasley is, like every other kid that comes up, if you're not risking anything, you add the player. That's what you do. You add the player. You cut somebody that you don't need. You see how he is. If it doesn't cost you much, you could just let him go in a week, and you hope for the best. And we're also hoping for the best for Andrew McCutcheon, who I've had a chance to interview many, many times and hopefully— it is not serious with him. Uh, according to Mark Feinsand of MLB.com, the Yankees are the favorites to land Dallas Keuchel. Now that the June date has passed, they won't be subject to compensation. So I'm going to guess that by the weekend, Dallas Keuchel will have a team. It only took six months, eight, eight months, ten months. How long does this take? Let's see. Last year, the season ended in October. So November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Almost eight months to sign a player. We know that Craig Kimbrell is in the same situation. I haven't heard anything about him. But at least Keuchel, it looks like, is on the radar for the Yankees. What's the fantasy ramifications from Dallas Keuchel? Let's be honest. Uh, Scott Boras said that he could be ready in a week. I would say this is probably a month. He's going to have to make at least one double-A start, at least two triple-A starts. So you're probably looking at sometime in July. He'll be in the rotation. We know the Yankees have had their injury issues with just about everybody offensively and pitching. And without having any kind of timeline on Luis Severino, he'll pitch. How will he pitch in New York? I don't know. I mean, this is a guy that needs ground balls. They'll face the Red Sox. They'll face the Rays. It is not the easiest of environments. But it may just be a matter of getting him back into pitching shape. And hoping that when Stanton and Judge come back, the offense can carry him and give him enough run support for him to get wins. Keuchel's probably not unowned in any fantasy league you're playing in, but I'm just basically giving you the reality update as to how I see Keuchel. Look for him to sign in the next week or so, potentially with the Yankees or maybe even someone else. We'll see if somebody jumps in at the last minute. Uh, star of the night last night in baseball was Walker Buehler. Finally, this guy is delivering everything that we thought he would in the uh, in the exhibition season. 11 strikeouts last night for Buehler. He got the win at Arizona. I know a lot of people may have been focusing on the draft, but he was the big monster last night in baseball and in fantasy baseball. And for those of you who took him as your SP1 or your SP2, you're feeling pretty good. I, I think that moving forward the rest of the year, the Dodgers are one of those really good teams that you want to try and load up on, get as many players on the good teams because you know they're going to compete. And I am an owner of Bueller in one league, and I got to say that I'm pretty thrilled. Are, are there four or five pitchers that I'd rather have ahead of him the rest of the season? I would say that's probably true. I don't know that there are 10. I mean, this kid basically went into the season a little bit tired based on the offseason last year, and it's been all systems go since then. Take a look at Bueller's last like seven or eight starts, and you know that that's what you're going to be getting for the rest of the season. Uh, Also, we spent some time uh, ripping on, well, I don't want to say ripping on, and I don't want to do that because I do know Manny Machado. In fact, Manny Machado's first television show he was ever on was on my show. But we did spend time yesterday wondering what Manny Machado would end up being for the rest of the season. And wouldn't you know, he hit a grand slam last night against the Phillies. So just as we're ready to just say, oh, this is not the player we thought, he's not having a big year, and then he just hits a grand slam for you last night. Machado has a lot to make up based on the average draft position that he took him, whether it's in the NFBC or any other league that you played in, but absolutely a really good sign to see him hit that granny against the Philadelphia Phillies last night. So hopefully uh, all things pointing positive for Manny Machado, but we'll uh, have to see. Uh, Also, uh, we'll preview the games tonight coming up a little bit later in the show. Bottom line, here's the best game. Rockies are the hottest team in baseball. They've won eight straight games. They'll take on the Cubs. And Marquez and Darvish are the starters. What I'll try to do is as we get closer to the 2 o'clock Eastern hour, I'll run through these games. And at times I'll bring in different uh, experts in DFS, perhaps from DailyRoto.com. That seems to make the most sense. Uh, Bring them on so we can give you guys some DFS action here as well. I've been very candid. I am not a huge DFS player. But I understand that you guys are, and so I, you know, for those of you who are, I don't want to ignore the fan base, so we'll do that as well. Uh, in terms of the NHL last night, the NHL hockey game, uh, I did not watch it, so let's turn it over to our resident producer <laughs> expert, Chris Pavona, for up, our thirty-second NHL. Update, Chris, take it away. So here's
2: the truth about it here, uh, Craig. I finally put on the game. I, I get to the beginning of the game. I missed the first uh, goal that happened like 43 seconds in by the St. Louis Blues. I did tell you, though, how important momentum is and how much that pendulum can swing from game to game, and that is exactly what we are seeing with these St. Louis Blues and Boston Bruins games in this Stanley Cup final. It is awesome to see that, though, um, I'm still a little worried, though, that Boston is just still the better team. It's great to see that uh, St. Louis was able to come back, and you, they just looked very strong. They looked fast, which is exactly the one way that they can beat uh, the St. Louis Blues. Uh, excuse me, the Boston Bruins. But I'm still saying that Boston still the better team, and I think the Bruins are going to win it in seven. Uh, that's really what it's been. Bruins win the odd games. Blues win the even games.
3: Okay, we'll see. A lot of adjectives there used, uh, Chris. Real good job there. A lot yeah, of very you. descriptive. Uh, it doesn't sound like you may have watched any of the game, but it was I did. Very de- I actually okay. did. I saw Vladimir uh I,
2: I saw his goal, and unfortunately, after that, I fell asleep for a little bit.
3: Yeah, that's there. It
2: is. I yeah, did yeah, wake yeah, up for the uh, empty netter, though.
3: Yeah, we don't believe that, but that's fine. That's Ryan O'Reilly's say. goal. All we, all we need is, all we need is a little NHL taste here on the show. I don't want to ignore it completely. I know that people are watching it, but. 30 seconds. The NBA Finals and the NHL and baseball. There's a lot going on. Also, Raptors Warriors tonight. We'll have a preview a little bit later of that on the show. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to be joined by our special guest here on the program. You know him as Roto Buzz Guy.
0: Three up, three down is next. Don't go away. Maurice Allen, 2015 2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion. 2017, world number one. Me personally?
2: Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today.
0: Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish.
2: Now, what goes
0: up must come down. Three up,
2: three
3: down. What does three up and three down mean to you, Airman? End of an inning. Welcome back. It is Craig Mish here on Fantasy Sports Today. Good to be with you here on this Tuesday. It's time to play a little three-up, three-down here as we do every day here on the show. We bring in our celebrity guests, our analysts, just people who I like, basically. I think that's the uh, best way to put it. And uh, leading off our three-up, three-down segment, we're going to bring in the uh, vice president of Fantasy Alarm and uh, Wager Alarm, by the way. We'll get to that in a second and talk a little fantasy baseball and everything that's going on at uh, Fantasy Alarm as well. With one of my good buddies, my first guest ever here on our show, actually, and it is today, Mark It Down, 1223 Eastern. You can follow him on Twitter, at RotoBuzzGuy. He plays three-up, three-down with me, Craig Mish. Howard Bender joins us here on the show. Howard, good morning. Thank you for being part of my show. Appreciate it.
1: Wow. Well, you know, I got to be honest
3: with you. I am, I am completely
1: honored and, and a little touched that I'm your first guest here. This, uh, this moves me,
3: Craig. It moves me. Well, um, hopefully it moves you in a good direction. And the way that we play this uh, three up, three down is Howard and I have come up with three things today here on the show that uh, are trending up. And three things, unfortunately, that are trending down. And so we'll go through them, and then Howard and I will chat for a little bit. Let's start off with uh, three up, and I'll lead off the segment today with my first one in fantasy baseball. Dodgers, 42 and 19 on the season. They are rolling. By the way, Hun Dijon Rue, Cy Young Award candidate, 8 and 1. His ERA is 1.48. He starts tonight, that arrow's pointing up. Also in baseball, Shinsu Chu of the Rangers. Why is no one talking about this guy this season? What a year he's having. 3.83 on base percentage, 10 home runs, 3 stolen bases. He has just been one of those guys that we have to make mention of. Also, by the way, in the minors, in case you missed it yesterday, Luis Robert hitting four thirty-five for the White Sox over his past 10 games. He also has 17 steals on the season. He'll be an absolute beast in 2020. So that's my leadoff batter for our three-up segment today. Howard, what you got?
1: Wow. All right. Well, my leadoff batter here is uh, I'm going to the Oakland A's. I'm going to the fantasy baseball world. And I'm going to do a little bragging here. And I'm going to say that on May the 17th, Craig, I picked up an outfielder needing some depth by the name of Lo- Ramon Laureano. And then I inserted him into my lineup starting on May the 18th. Well, since that day, Craig, Ramon Laureano is now on a 15-game hit streak with eight doubles, two home runs, four RBI, six runs scored, one stolen base. I'd say that was probably my savviest $1 waiver claim of any league that I've done this
3: year. Well, congratulations, man. Now, Loriano, I have to say, right around that time, I cut him. So I don't know if I feel good right. or I feel bad about that. But uh, we'll use it for <laughs> we'll use it for our three up segment. Okay, uh, my next one: 40th anniversary of the Muppet movie. That movie is coming back to theaters for two days only. I have a feeling that Howard Bender will take his dogs to go see the 40th anniversary of the Muppet movie. I'm not sure if that is indeed correct. But that is uh, my second one, my uh, my two-hole hitter on the three-up, three-down segment. Howard, what do you got?
1: walk a walk you now, before I get to mine, let me just say, Craig, you and I have actually been uh, referred to as Statler and Waldorf of the uh, of the fantasy fantasy community.
3: That is true. Uh, I don't that know is you,
1: true. If you like that or not,
3: I, I've heard, I've heard that. As long as I'm Stadler, that's all I really care about. That doesn't matter to me. They're both grumpy old men. All right, that's l- true. number two for are me. Are they yet. Are they Jewish, by the way, or Stadler and Waldorf Jewish <laughs> or not? They might as well, be. Come on. Really? Sorry about
1: that. Two old Jewish fellows just sitting there in the box seats just complaining about
3: life. Who doesn't love that? Sounds like a plan. Okay, sorry to take that thunder. Go ahead. Number two for you.
1: Oh, no worries, man. Um, All right, I'm staying in the fantasy baseball community here because next week, while everybody is fighting for those waiver scraps, those disgusting things... I am simply going to be able to activate Mike Clevenger and Aaron Judge in four different leagues. Finally, Craig, it is finally happening for me. I'm about to get myself out of the cellar in several leagues right now because my MVP and Cy Young uh, preseason claims are finally going to play ball again.
3: Yeah, and I will say this. You were very big on Clevenger, and it was not due to ineffectiveness. It was due to injury, and I'm always willing to give a mulligan because of that. And I'm in the same boat with Clevenger, so hopefully he comes back and uh, and does a good job. All right, my final uh, three-up here on uh, this segment, three-up, three-down. Uh, Marlins, uh, last night, they picked J.J. Bladet from Vanderbilt. I was in the building as it happened, and uh, he has a great mustache. Now, the only question is, as you know, Howard, is that the Marlins have had – you know some rules on facial hair, and I don't know that as we would say the porn stash is going to work for Bladey. But either way, he has the best mustache in the draft. We'll see if he ends up being a good hitter. And that is my three-hole hitter on our three-up, three-down segment. What do you got, Howard?
1: All right, my, my last one here is uh, with the release of the the launch of the Fantasy Alarm uh, NFL Draft Guide, which just happened yesterday. I am now less than three weeks away from a nice vacation where I'll be seeing five fish shows in a nine day span. It's like I'm twenty two years old all over again, Craig, just a little heavier.
3: well, uh, how by the way, how is that coming for you before we get to three down? I didn't want to bring that up here on the show, but are you it's I know that you've been you know exercising, getting in real good shape is that is that still happening or no? 22 pounds down, brother. There you go. There you go. Howard Bender in good shape. I could give you a hug now. Well, I know. Well, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm definitely not in good shape still. Come on, I'm just a come little on. lighter than I was a month ago. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm very, very proud of you for doing that. Howard Bender is with us, of course, from Fantasy Alarm, Wager Alarm, Vice President of Content. Our three-up, three-down segment. Three things that are trending up, three things that are trending down. Howard is my guest here on the show, if you're just joining us. Uh, three down for me. I'll start Fantasy Baseball on the down. Trevor Cahill, five earned runs yesterday. His ERA is Seven. What were the Angels thinking with him and Matt Harvey? I have no idea. But Drosian did a good job as the opener, by the way, yesterday. Came in, got some outs, came out. Uh, but also, very down and very sad, by the way, for me, Howard. Albert Pujols batting 228. Now, over the last couple of years, he's been in the 240s, and that's fine. But over the last couple of years, man, he's been barely rosterable and now I think even in 15 team leagues, he's like, I can't even own him anymore and that's sad because he was really the best fantasy baseball player on the planet for a long period of time. But I'll start off with that. That's my uh, three down leadoff segment there for you, Howard. what do you got on your down today?
1: Uh, the first one on my down here is fantasy baseball as well. The Milwaukee Brewers decided they were gonna send Keston here down to the miners so that the world could sit and watch just how bad Travis Shaw can be. Just how fluky his uh his power was over the last couple of seasons. That his plate discipline stinks, that everything about his game stinks and uh and and, and it kinda just stinks that they sent Hira back down.
3: Yeah, I don't own Hira anywhere. I do own Shaw. So I'm not that surprised. But I will say that it is a little fishy, Howard, that they would send this kid down. I maybe, I mean, they're saying it's not service time related, but I don't know. I can't figure out any other reason. How many leagues you own him in? Any? One? Two? Uh, just two. Just two? That's it. How many How many leagues? Two? Okay, good. You're playing in ten. All right, uh, here's my next one, trending down. Uh, Howard will like this one. Kinsey Wolanski. Have you ever heard of her? Or him? I could say Kinsey Wolanski is in the Mariner system, and some people would believe that, but she is not. Kinsey Wolanski is some sort of model. She ran across the field during a soccer match, a UEFA Champions League match, in a swimsuit, and she was so proud of doing it. Of course, she got arrested and all that. But her Instagram followers went from two hundred fifty thousand to a million. Now she's been in Maxim and Sports Illustrated, but here is even the kicker: while she's trending down even further. Her fiance was quoted as saying, I can't wait to marry you immediately after it happened. So that has to be uh trending down for me. That's number two, Howard. What do you got?
1: Wow, that, that sort of sounds like she's trending upwards there, huh? Pride of her body, show it off. I love it.
3: Yeah, I had a feeling you would. <laughs> I had a feeling you would.
1: Oh, all right. Number two for me, trending down. Boston sports and Boston fans for that matter. I'm just going to I'm going to call it like I see it. I'm going to call them out that obnoxious digital billboard saying how long it's been since Boston's last championship. Absolutely disgusting. And if any other city in the country did it, namely New York Boston fans would be completely, completely up in arms. And because of that, because of their obnoxiousness there, the St. Louis Blues are going to end up avenging the 1970 Stanley Cup loss uh, and putting the Boston Bruins and their obnoxious, disgusting, vomitous fans back in their place. I'm done with them. The city can just secede from the entire country finish it off. It's like that Bugs Bunny cartoon where he cuts Florida loose. I want to do that with Massachusetts.
3: All right. Well, I mean, you've only alienated like 8% of my audience. That's not bad. Okay. And by the way, the views are reflected by Howard Bender here on the show. Don't necessarily reflect the views of Craig Mitch, just uh, so you guys know. But anyway, really a good job by you on that one. Let me give you my final one. Final trending down. Final uh, three up, three down. Florida man, I always end with this. In Coral Springs, Florida, this is probably 20 minutes from me, maybe 30, depending on traffic, a man opens up his toilet, and uh, a python jumps out and bites the man in the hand. Now, it was a non-venomous snake, by the way. He's going to be fine, but I must say, Howard, the last thing that I want to do in the morning, in the afternoon or in the night, is open up that toilet and get bit by a snake. So that's definitely down for me today. How about your final one?
1: All right, well, first of all, leave the lid up. You don't have to leave the seat up. Just leave the lid up there. And then you what? Big but, deal. So the python goes swiggling through the
3: house. How does the Roto-Buzz lady feel about uh, seat up, lid up? How does she feel about that?
1: I'm, I'm a properly trained man, Craig. I have, uh, I've been had
3: it ingrained in my brain for a very long time to just simply leave the seat down. Excellent, excellent. Well, I need just <laughs> easier. I need training from Bender. Always need the training. Okay, your final uh, three down here, please, sir. I haven't been to a single baseball game this season. No, no way.
1: Like that, just to me, to me, that's that's one of the what's one of the worst things in the world. We're two months in, I haven't been to a game, uh, and I find that to be a horrible thing. It's depressing, and uh, and if I don't get to one soon, uh, I might turn
3: suicidal. I'm very disappointed to hear that. Now, the two teams that you have near you are uh, the Giants and the A's. Now, I, I don't know how many games you normally get to a year, but I feel like it's it's on at least more than one hand from what I know in the past, right? Like, it's usually between six ten something like that. Is that accurate or no? Yes. I'm usually, yeah, I, I'm usually good for a dozen
1: games during the season here, whether it's Oakland or San Francisco, it doesn't matter to me. I just, I haven't been able to, to, to break away from the work world and uh, and get my buns over to a, to a game. I'm going to have to try and make that that change the further we move into the summer, but... You know, it's fantasy football season, Craig, and all of a sudden you know what that does to a guy's schedule.
3: Yeah, I know. I know it does for you. <laughs> and and by the way, this concludes our three-up, three-down segment with Howard Bender. For those of you who are listening on demand every day, I'll bring in a different guest, different analyst, and we'll kind of run through three-up and three-down for sure here on uh, Fantasy Sports today. Uh, Howard, a couple more minutes here with you before we go. Moving away from three-up, three-down, just to kind of some of the things that are happening by the way, with you and over at Fantasy Alarm, um, first of all, congratulations on the launch of uh, Fantasy Alarm TV. I know it's uh, it's something that's really your baby at this point. You have several different shows that you're doing, and if you wouldn't mind, let's talk about those a little bit here because I'm looking forward to being a part of these as well.
1: Um, yeah, so we've got two shows that are uh, currently being produced and distributed right now. The first one's called Table That Discussion. Uh, where I get to moderate between four different analysts from Fantasy Alarm on a number of hot button topics, both fantasy and reality um, We just recorded one the other day in honor of the uh, the launch of the uh, NFL draft guide, and we talked about some of the issues that are going on, how some owners want to go to an eighteen game schedule, how some owners are talking about uh removing punishments for using marijuana, uh, but then we also talked about fantasy busts and what are you going to do with uh, Lev Bell or Antonio Brown? So that's one show that we get to do. And, it's uh, you know, we, we kind of make it a, a spirited competition between the, uh, the analysts there. So it's got some, uh, some fun game show type element to it. The other one is called Three Point Play, and that is uh, two analysts head-to-head with each other uh, debating, you know, three different topics. Uh, each one has to make three valid points in support of their argument or they end up losing. And then we've got a couple of others that are just kind of in the hopper. One's going to be a talk show, and the other one's going to be uh, more of a game show where we get uh, a lot more audience participation, competing for prizes and stuff like that.
3: Well, Howard Bender, always for me, uh, one of my favorite people in the entire industry. You know, Howard, I'm a huge supporter of you and Fantasy Alarm and – Uh, For people who don't know it publicly, uh, there probably isn't a bigger supporter of me than Howard Bender and the great people at Fantasy Alarm, and you guys have been awesome to me through the years. Howard, I I, I thank you so much for being the first guest on my show here. Thank you for participating in 3Up3Down. People can find you on Twitter, at RotoBuzzGuy, and head on over to Fantasy Alarm with their new draft guide. Also, Wager Alarm for all your wagering needs. Thank you so much, man, for coming on. Really appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Craig. Always a pleasure to get to hang with you.
3: Howard Bender, folks, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we uh, have our th- first three-up, three-down segment with a celebrity. That's not to say Chris Pavona is not a celebrity, okay? My producer, Chris Pavona is like a celebrity. But, uh, you know, he's he's here every day. He's stuck with me every day. So I think it's always fun to bring in some new voices here on the show. Tomorrow on three-up, three-down, not to let the cat out of the bag, but Gray Albright of Razz He's going to do three up, three down with me tomorrow. Now, that should be interesting. That's one of those that Cardano calls after the show and says no more. I have a feeling. But, again, we're going to test it out. We'll see how it goes. Gray's a funny dude, and I'm sure he'll bring a lot to the table. We'll be right back with more fantasy sports today in just a couple minutes. Don't go away.
1: Brain
2: make it rain there's something to it that is sort of like sports joe these guys dedicate their life to it and holhauser just didn't show up on the set here guys like he's been studying his ass off for like eight ten years to do this
0: exactly he didn't drop out of the sky and was like oh look at that look at how lucky he is yeah no No, he's a professional trivia uh guru yeah this is what he does and it showed as were the two people he lost to by the way also professional trivia people
2: Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Misch.
3: Swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball with dailyroto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, or become one of the countless numbers of people who won thousands of dollars playing DFS. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you are doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount, and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownerships, percentages, weather updates fantasy projections and use of the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto premium package at dailyroto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and you can get your 10% discount. want to thank Howard Bender once again for coming on the Fantasy Sports Today show. For those of you who don't know or may know, if you're listening to this, there's probably a good chance because we have crossed paths many times. In fact, Howard and I used to host uh, Sunday night shows together during the NFL season. And this goes back probably, let's say, I want to say four or five years ago, Uh, I would work uh, the Monday through Friday and then also do Sunday night. And then my son started growing up a little bit and then I had to you know kind of cut off the uh, the weekend stuff. I mean it's, I mean, hosting a show five days a week is not a huge deal. I feel blessed. I feel lucky every day that what I get to do and make a living off is is talk about fantasy sports. and I think that anybody would love to do that. But there comes a point in life where you realize that it's just not healthy for the brain <laughs> and not healthy for the heart. To work seven days a week in in anything you do, yeah, you, you always have to take some sort of break for yourself. Now, my phone, unfortunately, th- the way that that's changed through the years is significant because I now that I do some breaking stories and breaking news stuff, and I've done this now probably five six years, is is there's really never a detachment from the phone unless I've come to the realization. That if I put it down, I may miss something. As an example, Saturday night around 11 o'clock Eastern, for those of you who follow me on Twitter or follow any of our Twitter handles, whether it's SportsGrid or FNTSY, you would have seen first from us that the Nationals signed Fernando Rodney. Now, in the grand scheme of things, is this the biggest story in the world? No. But how many other fantasy analysts in the country that are helping you win fantasy sports are breaking news? the answer is 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 none. So this is important to me. and had I had my phone off I would have missed that and I wouldn't have been able to help you guys win your league. So that's a full-time commitment in life and in fantasy. So um, yeah there haven't been over the last 10 years many times where I've just shut my phone off and said, I'm I'm not going to receive or answer any texts because you never know when that next story can come. So that just kind of shows you the dedication. Even though I'm not hosting on Saturday and Sunday, I'm texting, I'm calling, I'm annoying Chris Bavona. He knows this. I'm annoying everyone. And, and preparing to do shows and preparing to help you guys win at whatever league that you're possibly playing in. And hopefully you guys enjoy the three-up, three-down segment because that's something that we're kind of branding right now as ours here on FNTSY. And as I mentioned in the previous uh, break, I'll give you the next two participants of three-up, three-down in advance. I won't post them on social media until tonight. But tomorrow, Gray Albright of Rasball, And on Thursday, Brad Ziegler former major league baseball pitcher who I could not be more excited about doing my first I think this is the first show that I will do with him ever on Thursday he'll be with me for the first 30 minutes of the show I'm super super excited about that this is our first I mean we've we, honestly we have talked about doing these sort of things together even when he was a pitcher in major league baseball and for this to actually happen on Thursday is uh, is like a pinch me feeling I think probably for both of us it should be pretty cool Okay, uh, coming up at the top of the hour at 1 o'clock, we're going to have New York Yankees relief pitcher Tommy Canely joining us here on the show, and I'll ask him all the questions that you guys need to have answered in fantasy because I know that you're going to want to know if Domingo Herman is real and just in general some of the players who are on the Yankees. Why not get a Yankees player to come on and talk about that? But before we do all that, we got to figure out what we're going to talk about around one twenty Eastern which is what we usually do here on the show. We allow you on social media to vote when we do our segment, which is called You Make the Call. You Make the Call. Oh, hi, Mark. All right, so here are our choices on uh, Fantasy Sports Today for You Make the Call. Now, remember, you got to vote on these on Twitter, and my polls do not last a long time. That didn't come out right. How should I rephrase that? Uh, we the, the Twitter poll is quick. Well, that didn't sound good either. Um, you have 30 minutes to figure out what you want me to talk about? That sounded good. Okay. You have 30 minutes to figure out what you want me to discuss by going to our Twitter handle right now at FNTSY Radio. I will retweet it at Craig Mish. And here are the three topics. You pick one, and then I will talk about it. I mean, this takes a very skilled radio host to have to talk about any of these three. I'm giving you the choice. You have the choice. Whatever you vote, that's what I will talk about. Now, I may or may not come up with topics that I can speak about. I will admit to that. Here we go. Uh, This is choice A. Is I will have a debate about which movie that I will end up seeing first, or that you guys will want to see first. The choices would be a uh, choice A. I will debate Toy Story Four versus Secret Life of Pets Two. That does not sound like something that will will gain a lot of votes, but that's that's definitely on the radar. Uh, Choice Two, uh, in 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 our uh, you make the call, is I will preview the Major League Baseball slate. Okay? Major League Baseball Slate Preview. That's choice B. If you want to go to the FNTSY Twitter handle, at Craig Mish, by the way, you can do that now, too. I think Chris posted it, hopefully. Or he will. And uh, choice C. Uh, We always are... You know, every day the running joke here on the show is we're always going to put something with Chris Mavona's name in it. And one day, maybe somebody will vote. And then at that point, Chris will get to talk about the, uh, the silly topic that we have. Now, yesterday... Uh, choice C was was uh, Chris got married a couple weeks ago, so we, we included uh, a segment of, on Chris's wedding gifts, and no one voted for that. It was very few people. Maybe Chris voted for it. I'm not sure, but um, that didn't win. So today, because Chris uh, yesterday spent so much time talking about a back alley pizza place, uh, that it, 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 we had so many people listening online at the time. We had a huge spike in listeners right at that very moment. For about uh, five, let's say, uh, I don't know, about five minutes. How long long did he talk about pizza for? Oh, my gosh. He's just going on and on and on and on. Okay. So the choice C is Chris Bavona's favorite pizza. To repeat, go on Twitter right now and uh, and cast your vote. At 1220, I will discuss uh, Toy Story 4 versus Secret Life of Pets 2. I will discuss the MLB slate tonight and give you some of my thoughts on that. Or you can uh, choose, and Chris will go over that pizza story again. Or maybe what we'll do is we'll just take the audio from yesterday and just replay it. It was so good. You know what? At the end of the year, when they nominate radio shows for the, I think it's called the FSGA now. The FSWA is what it used to be called. FSTA, I'm sorry. FSTA. When they nominate those and we submit, we're going to submit yesterday's five-minute back alley pizza segment. From uh, Chris Bavona, that and, and the hockey segment for today. So, th- so uh, go right now and vote. Coming up at one twenty, we'll uh, we'll definitely have you know some of the answers, and I'll uh, and I'll hit on those topics. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you also, by the way, can call up the show here. Not a new concept, but something that you can do. The phone number is eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. That's eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. That's a really good way to. Get us here on the show. The the one thing that I have uh, going for me tonight is, yes, of course, I have some uh, personal family stuff going on, some sort of recital. Always always some sort of recital, some singing thing. I mean, I don't know how I get involved in all these, but that's going on tonight. But I will be able to pay attention uh, back to baseball tonight. Uh, uh, the, uh, second day of the MLB draft, I'm going to touch more on the draft in hour number two, but the second day is coming up here. I don't know. It hasn't even started yet. I'm not even sure. Rounds three through 10 are coming up. I know that now at this point, that's not moving the needle at all in terms of fantasy. We're just simply going to wait to see who ends up uh, coming out of this draft and being good. So I'm back on major league baseball tonight. And if you guys vote for me to review and go over the complete slate, then I certainly will. But let me give you a, a quick taste of a couple of the things that I'm looking out for tonight. I know a lot of you who are listening must be playing uh, fantasy baseball or you wouldn't be listening to me. Uh, are you, I mean, is, is Chris Sale only going to win like four games this year? I, I mean, it is just staggering to me to see this guy with one win and seven losses. And I went into the season, and maybe because some of the leagues that I'm I'm struggling in is because of that, is I was just so heavy on pitching at the beginning of the year. And I don't even have sale in any of my leagues. But when I saw that, I was like, wow. Like, he is still 1-6 or 1-7 on the year. That is incredible. Uh, some of the other good starting options for those of you who are playing in either season-long or dailies. Uh, tonight, Strasburg is at home. He's a huge favorite. Against the Washington Nationals, the totals eight and a half. Nationals are minus two sixty on the money line, so I would have to assume a pretty good start there is coming. Uh, interesting one in New York where it is Syndergaard and Bumgarner. Syndergaard was someone, thankfully, that I had learned my lesson on last year. Even though he was he was okay, it's just not a road that I was willing to go down again. But they play the Giants. And the total in that game is very low, seven. But the Mets are only minus 140 in this game with Syndergaard on the mound. Now, look, Madison Bumgarner is on the other side. But even still, you would think with the Mets being even at home against a team that's 10 games under five they they'd be more of a significant favorite. So a little bit of a a shaky line there. A Rays and the Tigers tonight, this is probably the biggest favorite on the board. As uh, last year's Cy Young Award winner Blake Snell takes on the Tigers, who have just been just brutal at home this season. I don't, I don't can't figure this one out. 9-17 and 17 at Comerica Park. They have had a really tough time. Ryan Carpenter is on the mound for Detroit. You're, this is like a, a complete fade. 0-2 with a 7.58 earned run average. It is just... It is just diving down fast for Detroit as they decide to trade some players, I'm sure, at some point. Uh, a player that I need on a couple of my teams to have a good showing tonight, or I may cut bait, is Genesis Cabrera for the St. Louis Cardinals. They play the Reds tonight at 8-15. Now, keep in mind, the Cardinals have had a lot of success against the Reds <laughs> in the past. This is a team they beat up on quite a bit, so hopefully... That will be the case tonight for my Genesis Cabrera ownership shares. But the problem is, is he's going up against Luis Castillo of the Cincinnati Reds, whose ERA is spectacular at 2.45, and his record is pretty darn good at 5-1 as well. But Cabrera came over in the trade for Tommy Pham, and when they put Waka in the bullpen, they had several choices, one of which was Cabrera, and they're giving him the shot. I don't think he gets a third shot. Uh, I think that he has got to, or it would be a fourth shot, he has got to pitch well tonight, I think, to maintain that spot in the rotation. They have a lot of other guys waiting in the wings. And uh, St. Louis, while they will show patience, I don't think they give any young rookie five starts to just fall on their face. Cabrera's ERA is 7.36. He's got some pretty good swing and miss stuff, and he's been a little unlucky here, according to some of the advanced metrics. But for the most part, I think he's got a have a good start tonight. So that's another game I'll be watching. In my head-to-head league, I have Chris Paddock. Of course, Paddock was scratched from his last start to give him some more time off. I never like to see that, but that is the deal. And tonight, the Padres are pretty significant uh, favorites. They are minus 145 with a total of 7.5, taking on the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, Jared Ikoff, who has also come back to earth really after his first start. That was somebody that I was recommending, too. Just basically everybody on Philadelphia. Go all in. It just goes to show you it's not always the case. Ikoff's ERA is now up to 4.10. He's 2-3 and three on the season. And what we'll do is a little bit later in the show, if you guys vote for me to do the MLB breakdown, then I'll go back into all of these lines and lineups, and we'll kind of take care of, take care of all of that. Uh, but coming up at the top of the hour, it is time to dip into the... Uh, the MLB pipeline, so to speak. And we're going to talk to pitcher of the New York Yankees, Tommy Canely, and get his thoughts on his season, which is, by the way, going fantastic, that bullpen, which is uh, phenomenal, and also kind of figure out just how the Yankees have been able to get the job done this season. It's been really incredible to think and look at the standings and see how well that they've played. Uh, is Domingo Herman for real? Is his stuff real? Is this, uh, you know, I... I have been familiar with him for a couple of years. I did not think that we would see this kind of rise from him. And also kind of dive into just what the mentality is for New York at this point, knowing that they have Tampa Bay and Boston to kind of fight things out over the rest of the season to see if they're able to capture this division, maybe get a timeline and see if anything's uh, updated with uh, Stanton and Judge. Those are the kind of conversations that I have on this show. When we do the show here on Fantasy Sports Today, this is not just a fantasy conversation, this is also a reality conversation. Gotta make sure that we dive into both. Because without one, you don't have the other, that's for sure. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Tommy Canley from the New York Yankees joins us. This is Fantasy Sports Today. My name is Craig Mish. Hour number two is just ahead. You can always listen online. Fantasysportsnetwork.com, audioboom.com. Anywhere where podcasts are heard, you can hear this show. We'll be right back.